the Love Life Church podcast and thank you for checking us out. We love God, love people, and love life, and we hope this message encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. I was in youth on Sunday. I love being in youth because they remind me (laughs) of being young and so excited and just hungry. And it was just awesome. They were just learning about their new identity and new creation. And they're just going through a challenge for the summer, going over Pashalau's book. And it was just so fun and so encouraging being back there. And they're learning about righteousness and what does that mean. And I was just letting them know, like, guys, You want to know the kind of boldness and confidence that you walk in? How many of y'all have a debit card? You know, you got a bank account. You got an account, right? You walk in so much boldness, so much confidence when you got sufficient funds, okay? It's a lesson I learned a long time ago. Let me tell you, you walk with so much insecurity when you're not sure you got enough funds. You know, you're like... Do I have enough for taxes? Because when you're young, you don't even know about this thing called taxes. You just see the amount, whatever. But you can walk in boldly. You can walk in confidence when you have sufficient funds. And that's being in right standing with God, in righteousness. You can walk in boldly to that doctor's office. You can walk in boldly over your bills, over your finances. And you got sufficient funds in the blood of Jesus. You got sufficient funds in who you are in Christ. So when the bill comes... Let me tell you, the invoice is coming, all right? The invoice is coming. Like, do you have enough peace? Because we're about to shake your peace. Swipe the card. Sufficient funds. Sufficient funds in him, right? Come get away with me. That's where we need to get away. We need to rest in Jesus. We need to rest in the finished work of the cross. And we, t- we need to know that we have sufficient funds. We've got more than enough funds, right? I just had a great time with them. I just love being in them with them. So we're going to jump right into part two of rest, right? How many of y'all need some rest? It is so hard. This is something that I so struggle with, right? I don't want to rest. I don't need any help. I could do it on my own. God's like, you done? Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm done doing it on my own. I'm done trying to figure out on my own, right? Just trying to figure this thing out, figure this walk out. God's like, are you tired? Anybody else? Are you tired? Anybody tired? Right, come on. A tired, so tired, coffee can't fix that. You know, we're just tired, right? Are you tired, right? Anybody tired of trying so hard yet getting nowhere? Trying, trying, trying so hard yet getting nowhere with your health, with your finances, with your integrity, with keeping your word. You're like, no, this is the year. I'm not going to be a liar no more. But you're tired and tired of trying, doing it on your own. Tired and tired of trying. You know, I've got this workout plan. We're going to work it out. Trying and trying and trying on your own, with your own knowledge with your own information. Anybody tired of like trying, trying to grow spiritually, doing it on your own, just trying to memorize scriptures, just trying to memorize the word. No, it's time to get a revelation. It's time to get an understanding of the word, of who you are in Christ. Anybody tired of following the crowd? Seriously. Anybody over it? Just saying, right? Just trying to fit in. Anybody tired of feeling alone? Let me tell you, you are never alone. (laughs) 
God is in you. God is with you. We got to wake up and we got to come to know who we are in Christ. Tired of trying to please others. Tired of trying to prove yourself worthy of love. Man, it feels like we don't just have a generation, but there's a society of trying to prove that you are worthy of love, trying to prove that you are worthy of value, trying to prove that you are worthy of respect, trying to prove that you are worthy of, you know, just approval, trying, trying, trying. Anybody tired of living an unfulfilling life? Right? You're just out there in the world. Will this career, will this be enough? Will this be enough money? Will I make this? You know what? In the world, it's never enough. It's never enough. It's never enough. Because you know what? You're always just going to want more. The only thing that will satisfy you is the love of God. Come on. That's where you discover who we are in Christ, being fulfilled with the love of God. Anybody tired of being a people pleaser? This is the best thing that you'll break up with. Don't be a people pleaser because it doesn't matter. People's opinions always changing, right? So they could be happy with you one minute, but let me tell you, people is moody. Look at your neighbor say, people be moody. And you can't put your identity on people's moodiness, right? Just because, you know, it's a feeling good, like I should, and then the feeling left. And now you're, anybody like somebody just dissed you or whatever, you're like, oh, man. No, your value and your identity has nothing to do with people's moodiness. No, don't be a people pleaser. Tired of just, anybody tired of being a poser? We, I mean, seriously, I don't think it's just young people. We got old people posing and filtering and faking and just like so much filter on filter on filter on filter on filter. You look like a cartoon character, right? Tired, done, being a poser, a fake, a hypocrite. We're, we're done with just posting, like, be the light. We're about to be the light, right? We're going to walk it like I talk it. Hey, walk it like I talk it. We're going to walk it, talk it, live it, be it. What are we going to walk it, talk it? The love of God. Come on. The light of God. We're going to be hope, be hope to the world that's just searching for a real deal. Are you the real deal? Are you the real deal? Please stand up. Yes. We're going to stop being fake. Stop being a poser. Stop lying just to keep it all together. Anybody find yourself just lying? Like, oh yeah, yeah. You always got that one friend. Oh yeah, oh, I did that too. Uh-huh, and I did that too. Like, seriously, you done done everything? You's a liar. No, stop lying, just trying to keep it all together. What are we gonna do? We're gonna come to Jesus. How many already come to Jesus? Bring it all to Jesus. He knows you and your little petty lies. He knows. He knows what you got. He knows the situation you're in. He knows the mess that you're in. Come to Jesus. Bring it all to Jesus. Walk with him and talk with him. Work with him. Come on. Learn from him. Lean on him. Rest in him. And he will give you supernatural rest. He will give you peace, and he will give you true purpose. How many are ready for supernatural rest? How many are ready to live a life of peace? You're not in turmoil. You're not trying to keep up with everybody. You're not trying to post this, and what should I do, and what do I believe about this? And what? No, you're going to walk in peace, and you walk in confidence, and then you have a rest. When it says that God rested on the seventh day, it's not because he was exhausted. It's because the work was complete. And it's time for us to rest in that completed work. 
It is finished. Rest in that completed work. Jesus said in Matthew eleven twenty eight, Are you tired, worn out, burnt out on religion? Seriously, you could just come to church, you just fill in a seat, you can memorize scripture, but there is something different to experience peace, to experience the love of God. Not just know of it, but come to know. Jesus says, come to me, get away with me, and you will recover your life. I will show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. How many of y'all ready to stop forcing it and just receive all that God has for you? Receive God's rest. Live in God's best. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. I mean, how many of y'all ready to just... I mean, just rest your shoulders. I mean, we got so many people got back problems, shoulders problems, right? Because we're just carrying too much load. Let it go. Give it to God. There's no need to carry all that stress, right? Who's ready to live freely? Who's ready to live lightly? Amen, right? Free from worry, free from lack, free from sickness, free from debt, free from guilt, free from fear. Guys, the enemy doesn't want us to come to know. He doesn't want us to come to know. He doesn't want us to get a revelation of who we truly are in Christ because then he has no power over us. But if he keeps us deceived, if he keeps us running in religion, running, 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 going nowhere, just trying to memorize scripture, just trying to pray an hour and you're just failing and failing and failing. Just pray for a minute. Have a goal to say good morning to God. I mean, have a goal to talk to God. Not like, I'm going to pray for an hour. Just pray for a minute. And let that conversation grow from there, right? Grow from there. The enemy doesn't want us to come to know. He doesn't want us to get a revelation. He doesn't want us to have an understanding of who we are in Christ. Because then he loses all his power. He is doing all he can do to deceive us and keep us slaves. He is doing everything that he, in his power that he could do to deceive us, to keep us slaves. Slaves to what? Slaves to worry. So are you worried about tomorrow? Worried about your clothes? Worried about stuff? Worried about the house? Worried about your future? Worry, 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 worry. Distracted and we're not entering into the rest. Anybody? Right? Worried about these gas prices. Worried about this. Worried about when am I going to do that? How am I going to take care of this? Worried. He wants to keep us slaves to lack, that we don't have enough. He wants us to keep us slaves to sickness. No, thank you. No. Slaves to debt. Slaves to guilt and condemnation and just replaying that you're a loser. I'm a loser. I'm never going to overcome this. I'm never going to get through this. Never, never, never. Stop saying never. <laughs> That's one thing I can't stand is always and never. If we fight and we argue, you best not bring always and never because I will bring you when one time I did. Yeah, I got it right there banked somewhere, right? Always, never, no. God will come through, right? Don't, don't worry about guilt. He wants to keep us a slave to fear. Man, anybody after COVID, sometimes people have chicken to walk out. We're not sure what's out there. What's going on? We got mask, double mask, triple mask. Can I get this, that, whatever. <gasps> Hold your breath. 
outside. Now we're not going to be a slave to fear. We're not going to be a slave to the past. In Christ Jesus, we already have the victory over the devil, and he knows it, but do you? He knows he's already defeated, but he's like, do you know? <laughs> because if you don't know, I'm going to play the game. That's what the devil's like. And there you are like, oh, I'm not sure God loves me. Oh, they don't know. <laughs> they don't know. No. Not us, huh? Not here. Not at Love Life. There is so much rest and so much peace and so much confidence that comes with knowing who you are in Christ and that what belongs to you as a child of God. You walk in so much confidence when you know that sickness does not belong to you. You walk in so much confidence when you realize that you were made rich and you were made righteous and that you are more than a conqueror and that you are above only, that you overcome the devil. Come on, you are so confident when the daily struggles come knocking at your door. You already know who you are. We have to rest in that knowledge. We have to rest and have that confidence. Paul said in 1 Corinthians, 5, um, 1 Corinthians 15, 57. But thanks be to God who gives us victory, making us conquerors through our Lord Jesus Christ. But thanks be to who? But thanks be to God. He gives us victory. We already have the victory. In 1 John 4, 8. 4-4, little children, believers, dear ones, you are of God and you belong to him and have already overcome the agents of the Antichrist because he who is in you is greater than he, Satan, who is in the world of sinful mankind. Guys, listen, pay attention, wake up, let's go. Verse 5, they who teach Twisted doctrine are of the world and belong to it. Therefore, they speak from the viewpoint of the world with its immoral freedom and baseless theories, demanding compliance with their opinions and ridicule the values of the upright. Hello, can I get a witness? Can you guys see that everywhere you go right now? The world is demanding compliance with their Immoral freedoms, demanding compliance, and then ridiculing the upright. Ridiculing, right? Ridiculing the values of the upright. And the gullible ones of the world listen closely and they have paid attention to them. We who teach God's word are from God, energized by the Holy Spirit. And whoever knows God through personal experience listens to us and has a deeper understanding of him. Whoever is not of God does not listen to us. By this we know without any doubt the spirit of truth motivated by God and the spirit of error motivated by Satan. Guys, don't be gullible. The world is gullible. They're spiritually blind. But we have confidence. We've got knowledge of God and knowledge of his truth and knowledge of his word that we're not going to be deceived by every little, you know, this and that and this trend and that trend. And, you know, don't be deceived. Stand firm on the word of God. In Christ Jesus, we already have the victory over the devil. Don't be afraid. Don't be scared. Don't be fearful, right? The devil knows he's already been defeated. Do you? 
Yes, we do. <laughs> yeah, our faith is energized through knowledge, and it's time to go beyond in our knowledge of God. It's time to go beyond, right? Come to know this victory through personal experience by entering the rest, by entering the rest, rest in his promises, rest in the new covenant, rest in Jesus. Hebrews 4.11, let us therefore make every effort. Here's our effort. Here's our labor. Ready? To enter the rest of God, to know and experience it for ourselves so that no one will fall by following the same example of disobedience as those who died in the wilderness. Imagine we have the word of God. We've got all of his precious promises, and yet we look like the world. We live like the world. When their economy is going to, to, to whatever, so is ours. No, we don't live by that kingdom. We live by the kingdom of God. We live by the principles of God. We live by the standards of God. So our world doesn't fall apart when the world falls apart. We stand firm. We stand confident in the knowledge of God and we rest in him. We rest and we walk in peace, right? Hebrews 4.11, the new King James Version. King James Version. Let us therefore be diligent. How many are ready to get diligent? Be diligent. How many are ready? Let's go. To enter the rest. To enter the rest. Lest anyone fall according to the same examples of disobedience. The same examples of unbelief. Well, I'm not sure God's, it's God's will to heal. Let me tell you it's God's will to heal. I'm not sure it's God's will to prosper us. Let me tell you it's God's will to prosper you. I'm not sure it's God's will to love me even though I'm a hot mess in my life. It is God's will. He already loved you. He already proved his love through the blood of Jesus. We got to be confident. And when we're confident, we rest. We know that our account has sufficient funds. Swipe, baby, swipe. Let's go. And more than enough for everybody. We're blessed to be a blessing, right? We're not going to be following those same examples of disobedience, the same examples of unbelief, the same patterns of unbelief, right? Have you guys had things happen in your life? And it's like, man, it feels like my life is on repeat. Get God's word of, and knowledge of God in that situation and get information so that you can go beyond, so that you can pass the test of life, right? Don't follow those same patterns of unbelief, the same faithless disobedience that prevented them from entering God's best and God's rest. The same refusal to believe. How many of you guys done with refusing to believe the word of God? Seriously. It's time to believe the whole word of God. We're just diving in. We're going to jump in. God's word said it. We believe it. That settles it. Let's go. Amen? Yes. We're not going to live that. Love life, come on. Let's exercise. How many are ready to exercise? Woo! Yes. We're going to exercise. We're going to study. We're going to be diligent. How many are ready to labor? All you mamas. Woohoo! Labor is your favorite part, right? No, that promise, <laughs> the birth is your favorite part. Yeah, your promise is here. But we got to labor to rest. We're going to labor to rest. Let us move forward to enter into the rest of God, to know and experience it for ourselves. Whatever's coming up, it's time to rest. 
It's time to rest and come to know through personal experience the love of God, the peace of God. Come on. Don't allow the enemy to deceive you and rob you from God's best and God's rest. Do you know who you are in Christ? I want to challenge you to ask yourself these questions. Do I know who I am in Christ? What does that mean? you got to know who you are in Christ. And let me tell you, great confidence comes with that knowledge, comes with that revelation. Paul said in 2 Corinthians 5.17, Therefore, if anyone, who? Anyone. If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. You know what? We get so familiar with that scripture, and you can have it memorized, but are you walking in it? Are you a new creation? Have you let go of the past, let go of traumas, let go of all that has happened to you, let go of all that's been said over you, let go of all that's holding you back, let go of fear, let go of depression, let go of anxiety, let go of it all? You are, are Come on. Are you walking in that new creation? Don't get so familiar with the scripture that you don't even receive it. No, we're going to wake up and get a revelation. We're going to walk in a new creation and all that God has for us. And we're going to be totally transformed. Transformation by renewing our mind to the word of God. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, that's us. We're in Christ. We receive Jesus as our Lord and Savior. We're in Christ. We are in him. He is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Paul said in Romans 8, 15, For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear. No fear here. I, we do not have a spirit of fear. We are not in bondage to fear. Anybody got fear knocking on your door? Fear wakes you up. Fear over the future. Fear over your finances. Fear over your children. Fear over sickness. Fear over who said this said, what do they think of me? How am I going to? No. We have not received a spirit of bondage of fear. But you have received the spirit of adoption by whom we call out, Abba, Father. We've been adopted. We get to call him Papa, Daddy, Father, God. That's who we are. Get a revelation of who you are. You will not see some timid kid running up like afraid of their dad. And if you see that, you're like, something's wrong. That's weird. That's whack. So they don't got a good relationship. But when you see somebody run into their dad, run into their arms, you can see that special relationship. Papa, Daddy, it's so cute. Oh, my gosh, all these little girls here, too. And they just, like, rubbing their daddy's ear, rubbing their head. Just see Mila. She just, like, she got to rub her face all over McGill's face. I mean, she just, like, ah. And then she looks at him, and he looks at her, and she just, she's rubbing her chin, has to rub his nose, like, Abba, Father, we, how many of y'all know the Father like that? The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. You have that availability for that kind of intimate relationship. Don't allow the enemy to rob you. Don't allow re religion to rob you. You're over here afraid of God. You're not sure if he loves you. You're not sure if he wants to bless you. You're not sure if he wants to heal you. Maybe he's giving me the sickness to teach me something. No, he's not. No, he's not. That's, that's the devil. The devil come to kill, steal, and destroy. Don't get me started. But just to see that pure, innocent relationship 
with a father, just that intimacy, like, just, I'm seriously, have you seen it? Like, she literally has to rub her chin, like, and then she looks like, yeah. Seriously, amen, yes. Come on. You have received a spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. If indeed we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together. In Christ, you are new creation. You are a child of God. You're an heir of God, and you're a joint heir with Christ. What does that heir mean? That means y'all, y'all share the same account. Let me tell you, swipe that car. We got sufficient funds, right? We got sufficient funds because we're an heir. We're a joint heir with Christ. We are children of God. Let's walk like it. Let's walk like children of God. Come to know who you truly are in Christ through personal experience. Get a revelation of your new identity in Christ and rest in your new creation. I am a new creation. Old things have passed away. Come on. Do you know that you are more than a conqueror? How many of y'all felt like a loser? How many of y'all felt like a failure? How many of you felt like sometimes your life is on repeat? Let me tell you, you are more than a conqueror. You are more than a conqueror. How can you be more than a conqueror? Because you already have the victory. You already have the victory. You coming into the to the the war is over. You won. You have the victory. Paul said in Romans 8:37. Yet in all these things we are more than conquerors and gain an overwhelming victory through him who loved us so much that he died for us. For I am convinced and continue to be convinced beyond any doubt that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor things present or threatening, nor things to come, nor COVID or whatever else wants to come this way, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing will be able to separate us from the unlimited love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. In Christ Jesus, you are more than a conqueror. We have the victory over sickness and disease. We have the victory over COVID. We've got the victory over COVID number one, number two, number three, number five, number million, 80, 20, 60, 40, whatever. We got the victory, right? Things to come. We are ready. We are more than conquerors. You are more than a conqueror. And nothing can separate you from the endless love of God. You have to remind yourself, I'm more than a conqueror and nothing can separate me from the endless love of God. How many are ready to like enter into endless love? That's, that's, your identity cannot be wrapped up in things that end. Seriously, you're a child of God first and foremost. Next, you're a mom. Next, you're a wife. Those are roles that you have. Forever, you're a child of God. And that will never change. And when your identity is founded on that, you will be a great mom. You will be a great wife. You will be great in every role that you play here on this earth. But your identity in Christ is a thing that will never change. It never changed. There's that endless love, right? Come to know 
this kind of victory and endless love of God through personal experience. Experience that endless love. Rest in this victory and rest in the love of God. That's your resting place right there in the love of God, in the arms of God. Do you know that you are already healed by the stripes of Jesus? These are the things I want you to ask yourself because these are the things the enemy's trying to trick you, trying to deceive you, trying to rob you of God's rest and God's best. But that's why we've got to come to know our new covenant. We've got to come to know our new creation so that we can walk boldly in it, right? Do you know that you are already healed by the stripes of Jesus? 1 Peter 2, 24. <laughs> Jesus. Personally, <laughs> it's just funny. It's funny because you know, it's not funny. It's funny, not funny. <laughs> but when sickness really knocks on your door and a situation really happens to your family or somebody in your family, you know right then and there. You're either like, uh, you're healed. Or you're like, get up, you're healed. <laughs> There's a confidence that happens when your cup is bumped. Like, is this just something I have memorized or is this something I know? Is this something I know and I walk in? Seriously, a situation happened and I'm running. I'm running and I walk to the situation and I say, I'm like, I'm not afraid. I'm just out of breath. Get up, you're healed. <laughs> because... It was just so funny. I'm just like, you know, I'm like, I'm like, you, but you know when somebody's afraid, you're like, I'm like, I'm not afraid. I'm just out of breath. Get up. Let's go. Right? Get up. Let's go. But it's funny because it's not funny, funny, not funny. But when that happens, you're bumped and you're like, no, I know that you are healed. I know that healing belongs to us. I know and we walk in. This is not something we got memorized. This is not just some scripture we're going to pull out and, and throw the Bible at the enemy. No, we walk in healing. We walk in divine health. And we know that we are already made healed, right? Jesus personally carried our sin in his body on the cross. Willingly offered himself on it as an, on an altar of sacrifice so that we might die to sin becoming immune. How many already to be immune? I am immune to the penalty and the power of sin and live for righteousness. For by his wounds, by his stripes, you who believe have been healed. We believe. Let me tell you, last month we, we dived into unbelief, right? It's not about more faith. It's about less unbelief. Right? It just takes mustard seed faith. It takes the same faith to heal a cold as it takes to heal cancer. But let me tell you, when it comes to cancer, we got a lot of unbelief. But when it comes to a cold, like, oh, no, I've had one. I had it a couple before. What happened? I just sleep it off. I just, you know, take a little 7-Up, you know, whatever your family trick, a little chicken soup, you know, right? Chicken soup, 7-Up, just wake up and it's gone. Amen. Like, that's just how we grew up. My dad's like, here's 7-Up, here's chicken soup. Take a nap and when you wake up, it's going to be gone. Let me tell you, we had so much faith in 7-Up. <laughs> it's like, well, it's, it's, it's the 7-Up and the chicken soup and take a nap. That's the trick, you know? Jesus is the healer. There's no tricks. We believe in his word. We have confidence in his word. 
By his wounds, you who believe have been healed. Come to know that you are already healed by the stripes of Jesus and personally experience wholeness in your body. In Christ Jesus, healing belongs to you. Receive your healing. Walk in health. Go in peace and be permanently healed from any suffering. Don't allow the enemy to deceive you and rob you from God's best and God's rest. Come on, let me tell you, do you know that you are made rich? What? I want to roll it, roll it, roll it, roll it, roll it. Come on. You are made rich. Rollies are whatever. It's just stuff, right? Paul said in 2 Corinthians 8, 9, You know the generous grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, so that by his poverty he could make you rich. In Christ Jesus, you are poor no more. <laughs> Look at your neighbor and say, I'm poor no more. That's right. We are poor no more. In Christ Jesus. Are y'all going to believe the word? Come on, are we going to walk in the word? Are we going to put our confidence in the word of God? Are we going to trust the economy? Are we going to trust religion? Well, maybe sometimes it's God's will to prosper, and sometimes it's God's will for you to be poor and broke and struggling, and you can help no one. You ain't blessed to be no blessing. You just struggle. And we're over here. That's God's will. She's humbling me and teaching me. No, that's religion. We we're done with religious works and attitudes and mentalities. Not us. Uh uh. In Christ Jesus, you are poor no more. Rest in His generous riches. Rest that God. Is taking care of you, that God is your provider, that God is your source. You know why we give? We give because we know that we are rich. We give and we are blessed to be a blessing. We give out of that generosity. Give and it'll be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. We don't give out of fear. We give out of abundance. Amen. Let's go. Come to know this generous kind of wealth through personal experience by applying the kingdom of God principles to your finances. So you allow God and his principles into your finances and see what God does. Don't allow the enemy to deceive you and rob you from God's best and God's breast. Come on. Do you know that you are dearly loved by God? We don't need man's approval. You don't need to keep sick. Aren't you tired of being a people pleaser, trying to please everybody, trying to fit in? No, you are dearly loved and accepted by God. Jesus said in John 3, 16, For God so greatly loved and dearly prized the world that he even gave his one and only begotten son, that whoever believes and trusts in him as Savior shall not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to judge and condemn the world, but that the world might be saved through him. It's crazy. There's, God has endless love for you, and all we think is that God has endless judgment for us. So, ooh, ooh, ooh. No, and he's got endless love for us. He didn't send Jesus to condemn the world. He sent Jesus to save the world. Paul said in Galatians 2.20, 
I have been crucified with Christ. That is, in him I shared his crucifixion. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. Come on. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith, by adhering to, relying on, and completely trusting in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself up for me. God loves you. Come on, the life we live, we live by faith. We live in him as new creations, right? As children of God. Paul said in Ephesians 2, 4, but God being so very rich in mercy because of his great and wonderful love with which he loved us, even when we were spiritually dead and separated from him because of our sin, he made us spiritually alive together with Christ. For by his grace, his undeserved favor and mercy, you have been saved from God's judgment. And he raised us up together with him. When we believed and seated us with him in heavenly places because we are in Christ Jesus. Come to know this kind of love through personal experience. Come to Jesus. Come on. Bring it all to Jesus. All your questions, all your doubts, all your fears, all your anxieties. Bring it all to him. Walk with him and talk with him. Lean on him and learn from him. Rest in him and he will give you supernatural rest and peace and true purpose and true meaning. If we're going to go be on and enter into the rest and peace of God, then we're going to have to come to know the word of God through personal experience. Come on, through personal experience, living freely and lightly in the word. Jesus said in Matthew 6, 31, do not worry or be anxious, uneasy, distressed, saying, what are we going to eat? <laughs> Anybody? What are we going to eat? What are we going to drink? I have nothing in my closet. What are we going to wear? I have nothing. Have anybody said that you have nothing? Oh my gosh. Growing up, I would look in the fridge and I'm like, we have nothing. And my dad had a pager and I would page him. And you're only supposed to page for emergencies. And I would page him and I'd be like, dad, we're so, or he would call back on a payphone to the house phone. I'm like, dad, we have nothing. I'm so hungry. He's like, if I get there and if I see something in the fridge, you're going to get it. And guess what? He would get there and he would make something out of nothing. And I didn't get it. But <laughs> but how many of you know, we're just worried, right? What are we going to eat? What, how many of us said, I have nothing to wear and you got a closet full of stuff? We just spoiled. That's what it is. I don't have, what, what we really mean is I don't have nothing new to wear. Yeah. Right? What are we going to drink? What are we going to wear? For the world eagerly seeks all these things. Do not worry, for your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But first and most importantly, seek, aim at, strive after his kingdom and his righteousness, his way of doing things and being right, the attitude and character of God. And these things, they'll be given to you. They'll be added to you. So don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. But seek first the kingdom of God and rest in his completed work. 
Let go of fear. Let go of stress. Let go of anxiety. Let go of sickness. Let go of poverty mentality. Let go of insecurity. Let go of the past. Let go of self-sabotage. Come on. Let go of pride. Let it all go. Give it to God and talk to God about everything. Give him thanks for everything, right? And enter into his rest and his peace. Paul said in Colossians 2.10, You are complete in him who is the head of all principality and power. God has made you complete in Christ, right? You have come to fullness in him. You're not a half a person looking for somebody to make you whole. You're complete in him, Rest in the finished work of Jesus, right? Jesus died a death that we deserve to die so that we could live a life that he deserved to live. This, that's the facts. There it is. Make peace with it. It is what it is. Rest in it, right? In Christ, you're a new creation. You are a child of God. You're an heir of God. You're a joint heir with Christ. You're more than a conqueror. You're already healed by the stripes of Jesus. You are made rich. You are made righteous. You are dearly loved and accepted by God. Rest in him. Live freely in him and live lightly in him. Amen. How many are ready to rest in his promises, rest in his peace? And when you lay your head to bed tonight, rest, knowing that you are loved and that God has a plan and he has a purpose. Come to know. Get away with him. He loves you so very, very much. And he wants you to walk confidently in his promises over your life. Amen. You guys receive something tonight? Amen, amen. Walk in rest, walk in peace. I love you. God loves you. Have a great night and we will see you guys Sunday. Thanks again for listening. To hear more encouraging messages just like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. If you loved what you received, please consider rating it and sharing it with your friends and family. For more information about Love Life and getting connected with us, go to lovelife.church. We love you and are believing God's best for you.